Thanks for listening to our upcoming podcast on Erskine Radio. Lowell Ponte, the man for all reasons, a veteran think tank futurist. He worked as roving reporter of Reader's Digest for 15 years and has done investigative reporting in 33 countries. He knows what's going on around the world and here at home and worked in a think tank. This is incredible. This is why he knows so much about uh, what's happening today and tomorrow. Hosted talk radio programs syndicated over 300 stations. Author of The Cooling. Co-author with Craig R. Smith of Crashing the Dollar. The Inflation Deception. The Great Debasement. The Great Withdrawal. Don't bank on it. The Unsafe World of 21st Century Banking. And we've seen the future and it looks like Baltimore. That's how he knows so much about Nancy Pelosi. And... His latest book is Money, Morality, and the Machine. Get it while you can. Get it while you can. Won't be available forever, and especially not free. And the China White Paper, written way in advance of the coronavirus, this tells you what's going on. Our topics tonight are going to include Democrats weaponize Dr. Fauci, the Susan Rice memorializes the day, and which book. We're going to talk about which book and her memorializing the day. Isn't this the same Susan Rice who went around saying that Benghazi was due to demonstrations uh, because of some film that nobody saw? She did that for a day or two on uh, all the TV stations. Isn't that the same one who lied to the American public? Why, miraculously, it is the same one. (laughs) What a piece of work. but, But in this case, she stayed a little more vague. She said that Obama had said three times in a White House meeting on January 5th, 2017, that he had did everything and, and wanted everyone who works for him to do everything by the book. The only problem is she never said which book. Well, she was directed by Obama counsel Neil Eggleston on the Trump investigation day, one twenty seventeen. Oh, it's inauguration day, one twenty twenty seventeen, to email herself about what happened in the Oval Office. Now, who was there? Comey was there. He was proceeding by the book. No, he said he definitely didn't. He couldn't got by this with others. Biden was there. Brennan was there. Clapper was there. Rice was there. And Acting Attorney General Sally Yates. And, I mean, this this was a who's who of everybody in, in uh, leadership under the Obama administration. They knew the wiretapping was being done but with Flynn and the Russian ambassador from the top down. So, essentially... There was no unmasking of Flynn. They knew it from the top down, didn't they? Oh, absolutely, especially since some of that apparently was done by foreign countries operating spying on Flynn at the request of Barack Obama. Wow. I mean, you have to understand, this kind of operation with all these intelligence agencies could not have been carried out if it had not been for the active participation of Barack Obama. And you say, logically, the book that they may have gone by was not the good book, not the book of law. They never followed that for their whole eight years, but not the Communist Manifesto, but probably Rules for Radicals by Saul Alinsky, who dedicated the book to who? To Lucifer. And he says two things that I found really important in your article on World Net Daily. He said, ridicule is man's most potent weapon. And they have certainly used ridicule against uh, Mr. Trump, and they're using it today. What Pelosi called him morbidly obese, that's ridiculing. And uh, people pick up on that, and it sits in their head. You don't have to have any proof of it or anything else. Oh, and, oh by, the, by the way, more than that, 
uh, this appears to be a line Democrats are testing and are likely to use. By the way, why do you use ridicule? You should understand in debate and in law, there is a kind of rule of thumb that's sometimes referred to. And that is, if logic is on your side, argue from logic. If facts are on your side, argue from facts. If you don't have either facts or logic supporting your side, then turn to ridicule. Simply smear your opponent, make a joke out of your opponent, and hope that the audience or the jury doesn't notice. <laughs> but understand, not only did Pelosi call President Trump morbidly obese, so let me show you some of the irony in this. James Carville, the longtime attack dog from the Clinton era right. until today, veteran Democratic attacker, uh, also did. He said Democrats would whip Trump's, quote, fat ass, close quote. <laughs> now, first, as a practical political matter, 74.2% of American adults, nearly three out of four, are either overweight or obese. And all of them have been personally insulted and attacked by Nancy Pelosi and Carville by these attacks. It's not necessarily wise to take on three-quarters of the audience <laughs> out there and insult them if you expect to win. Well, that three-quarters includes me. So now he's six foot three and weighs 235 pounds. That's not morbidly obese. Not well, at they, have, they have these strange definitions of what is overweight. In fact, doctors will tell you that if you're a senior citizen, it's probably a good idea to be 10 pounds over your perfect weight because that gives you a reserve of energy sure. in case you become sick or injured. But anyway, the Democrats are living in a glass house, two of their most prominent members being Stacey Abrams of Georgia, who ironically <laughs> Biden is considering for VP in part because she would attract the fat vote. Think about it. Well, yes, and Congressman she is, she is, Jerry Nadler. She is hefty, yes. Yes, and then Congressman Jerry Nadler, who was part of the persecution of Trump under this Russian... You know, helping the commies. Well, they aren't commies anymore. That's why they don't like them anymore. No. Um, but in any event, Jerry Nadler is rumored to have been George Lucas' inspiration for the obese Star Wars character Jabba the Hutt. I don't doubt it. He looks that way. They called him the Round Mound. <laughs> yeah. and, and so here we have some very prominent, very, very fat Democrats who have also been ridiculed and attacked. Well, they, they also said... Now, now, here, now, here's the next layer of irony that you need to appreciate in this, Erskine. Mm -hmm. Trump is not really overweight, uh, but he was ridiculed for overweight and taking hydroxychloroquine, even though scientists say it is safer than aspirin. And Dr. Anthony Fauci has said he might take hydroxychloroquine if he became infected with COVID-19. That's how bad it is. But right. then the press never reports that, do they? Well, what? But what? surely, no, but here's the, here's the big thing. Why would Trump appear to be overweight and to be taking this drug? Uh, apparently, Nancy Pelosi has not heard the widespread rumors in Washington that Trump routinely wears bulky, bulletproof vests front and back when in public and took this drug as a coronavirus shield because the left has urged people publicly to shoot the president and has offered money to anyone who infects him with COVID-19. In other words, he literally has a bullseye on him. Right, right. And now they're going to say he's fat because he wears bulletproof vests. <laughs> that could stop a rifle or, or a handgun bullet. Well, Linsky said to pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. That's exactly what they've tried to do with the president. Exactly. 
And so it is classic Olinsky strategy. But you see the irony that what they're accusing Trump of are things that they have forced him into by threatening his life. Right. They have created an atmosphere of psychopathic hatred toward this man, who, if anything, has been more successful than other presidents, certainly than other national leaders. Who was right on closing down flights from China? Dr. Fauci, who said, oh, don't worry, go take a a cruise on a ship somewhere. Right, Uh, right. Or or Donald Trump, who actually stopped it and saved thousands and thousands and thousands, and probably tens of thousands of American lives by doing that. Look what happened to Italy versus here. Look at the time we gained versus uh, what happened in Italy where they didn't shut the borders. Other places, it didn't shut the borders. And uh, his move probably saved thousands of lives. And you notice that Andrew Cuomo, who gave an order to send deliberately non-infected patients uh, or people back into New York nursing homes where they infected so many of the people in the nursing homes that thousands and thousands died there. Uh, Andrew Cuomo is now trying to hide from responsibility himself for that insane blunder and is trying to blame Trump. Act. Oh, it was the president's policy. Insane. That, now, that we need to take a break. Back. We need to take a break right now. We'll be right back with Lowell Ponte. Don't forget Twitter at Erskine Radio. We'll be right back in all of our programs archived 24-7 at ErskineRadio.com. So get up there and listen because they're all there and tell your friends. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. We're talking with uh, Lowell Ponte and a couple of things. Uh, she got really upset with Trump's use of hydroxychloroquine, not approved by scientists, especially at his age and weight group. I mean, this was insanity, uh, just p- perpetrating hatreds, all she's doing. And it, they're trying to reduce it to us and them, and they're trying to win by any means possible. This is just insanity. Uh, and hydroxychloroquine has been used for more than 80 years. It's one of the safest major impact drugs out there. Scientists generally consider it safer than aspirin, which is not to say that aspirin is safe, but the point is Trump was acting under a doctor's prescription, his own, one of the best physicians in the U.S., and was operating with a legal FDA-approved drug. Once a drug is approved for one use, then a doctor and patient can choose to use it for another use, But the same Nancy Pelosi who says, oh, if a woman has an abortion, that's between her and her doctor. She does not extend the same courtesy to Donald Trump. And when he and his doctor choose to take a legal, safe drug. Absolutely. Which is kind of interesting, isn't it? But then medical, the doctors of leaders are very interesting. Joe Biden, for example, late last year had a physical or he had part of a physical. And they did not release the full results of it. They only released a three-page summary. And by the way, guess what was missing from his physical? Anything having to do with his mental capacity? 
Yes, he did not take a cognition test. Right. Because of what it would have shown. You are so smart, Erskine. Uh, yeah, I don't think he wants that out. Now, no, no, but but what what does it mean that this person puts himself forward to sit in the Oval Office for four years with his finger on the nuclear button, and he is concealing from the people by medical manipulation that he may... I mean, this is a guy who's had two brain aneurysms. Right. This and is he, a guy who just visibly, you listen to him for five minutes... His, his handlers won't let him do an interview longer than seven minutes long. No, no, and he's... Oh, and by I'm... the way, and by the way, a few days ago on Memorial Day, remember what we saw? We saw Joe Biden, uh, shown by the media, carrying a wreath to lay at a military cemetery in Delaware. Right. Which is a very nice gesture, except... That's the kind of gesture the American people want done by the person they elected president. There is something very dubious about Joe Biden using American soldiers who have died in combat, using them as a prop just to get himself elected by pretending he's president. Well, he's not president. He's never been president. He doesn't, I won't say he doesn't have the right, but it certainly is in very bad taste that Joe Biden would try to exploit these dead American heroes just to make himself look better. It's just disgraceful. It really is. Now, one thing I wanted to bring up was an article that you wrote, and it wasn't too long ago. I think it was back in April, mid-April, Democrats weaponizing Dr. Fauci. And you told an amazing story at the front, if you'd tell that, about the firefighter who wanted to cover everything up with concrete. Oh, yeah, this is a member of our city council once upon a time when I first moved to our little town a third of a century ago. And he had been a fireman, and so his idea of proper government policy was to pave everything in the community in concrete and put a fire hydrant every 50 feet. <laughs> it would have broke the town. Because he, he, above everything else, he wanted to prevent fires, and that would have done so. Right. But the problem is... Uh, in nature, living things burn. I mean, this is uh, this is not something. And by the way, he would have utterly bankrupted right. the taxpayers of the community by doing that. He would have made an inhuman kind of Nazi sort of land landscape uh, if he had paved everything in concrete. But he became so singularly obsessed and focused on that one thing that everything else took a back seat. And at times, Dr. Fauci has taken that, though I must say in recent days, he came out and said it would be disastrous if we stayed locked down too long. Yes, but he, he said things and come back on them and everything else. He's 79 years old. He was uh, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease since 84. That's 36 years. Now, admittedly, the guy looks good. He exudes authority. Uh, but he said at one point the pandemic was going to kill 2.2 million in the U.S. And he's saying these figures that we're getting, 90,000 or 90, yeah, 90, 90,000, he said these figures are underreported. If anything, they may be overreported. They're not paying hospitals to underreport, they're paying them to overreport it. He admits he relied on false information, he admits he relied on inaccurate computer models. Uh, with uh, Professor Neil Ferguson and others. 
the same people who put out the global warming misinformation. And the conditions are not right to reopen the economy, he said, based on fear and uh, his star power and his regular power, he has become the spokesperson for shutting down the entire country. And when in 126, he said, we have a very low risk. Now he came in and said, we've got to have this. He was uh, talking against hydroxychloroquine. They had that other drug he wanted. I mean, this guy has been all over the map, hasn't he? And by the way, he he did come out and virtually endorsed another drug made by Big Pharma. People, people need to understand, Big Pharma is a multi-tens, hundreds of billions of dollars in, right. in this country, and they hate hydroxychloroquine. Why? Not because it doesn't work. I mean, there's a fair amount of evidence that it does. Right. But the problem is, it's been... It's a generic drug. It's been out of patent for half a century. It's cheap, isn't it? You can it get a whole bottle for like... You can buy a whole bottle of yeah. this stuff for 20 or $30. Right. And therefore, it would be competing. I mean, for the, for the big pharma companies who helped fund Democratic congressmen, by the way, uh, they want it shut down. They want people afraid of it. So you'll be forced to buy their $1,000 a bottle drug. Well, that new one they came up with, the only problem was it didn't cure, it didn't, it didn't work. It may have cut the days that you were under, under attack by the virus by a couple of days, but it certainly wasn't near as effective as hydroxychloroquine, but it was patented. That was the difference, wasn't it? Well, yeah, that's what allows them to make huge amounts of money on a new drug over an old generic drug. I remember once I was at... I, I was a medical writer at Reader's Digest. Right. Other things. So I was at a meeting of the, of the Heart Association nationally, and I was walking around with Dr. Hennigan of Harvard, who is, at the time was the chief medical expert on certain effects of the heart. And we had just walked by three different gatherings where people were selling ACE inhibitors, which ironically have a contact a connection to uh, to uh, this this situation we're seeing now, right? That the uh, coronavirus actually goes after ACE factors in the body. But the point is, uh, lots of money being spent promoting ACE inhibitors with doctors, right? But he looked at this and he said, you know, Lowell, I can get ninety nine percent of the benefits of this expensive drug with aspirin. <laughs> but but nobody nobody will pay for a session or propagandizing aspirin because it sells for pennies. They can't make a fortune out of it. They only want new patented drugs that will make them rich. Yeah, that's what a whole lot of our medicine is like. Now, meanwhile, there are two coins of the realm, as you and I have discussed before. There's the coin of money, which the big pharma companies want, and there's the coin of power which a whole lot of psychopathic Democrats want, and they want a lockdown. The Democrats want all that power that comes with being the mayor or governor in a city where you can order people to shut down their churches because you hate churches, to shut down their gun stores because you hate guns. But you go ahead and leave the alcohol shop, the marijuana shop, and, oh, yes, the abortion clinic wide open. The funny one to me was that they, not funny, not funny, haha, funny, strange. They left open the liquor stores, but they wouldn't allow people to go to AA meetings. We're going to take a break right now. And the other <laughs> one, the other one was uh, New York. You can go to the beach, but you can't go in the water. 
Give me a break. Remember, Twitter at ErskineRadio.com. We'll be right back. It's all about power. It's all about power and control. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're talking with Lowell Ponte, and the government started out giving you $1,200. $1,200. Now sit home, stay at home, shut up, because we know what's best for you. It's sort of a payoff to people. You stay home, you're going to get $1,200 free. Government's giving it to you. Oh, well, that's wonderful. But who is the government? Okay, now how do you like it? For $1,200, you can't go to ball games. For $1,200, you can't go to church. For $1,200, you can't fly. For $1,200, you can't go to any sporting events. You can't go to concerts. Uh, we've shut this all, all this down, but we've given you $1,200. Now sit home and be quiet. This is ushering in socialism. No question about it. In my mind, it's ushering in socialism and for $1,200 a person. That's pretty cheap, isn't it, Lowell? Oh, it's very cheap, and it fulfills one of the leftist fantasies, which they call a universal basic income. Right. They will, they will just give... Every, it'll be like everybody gets Social Security all at once. Only, as you say, where do you get the money for it? They are it, This year, I calculate that if this continues, Nancy Pelosi plans to introduce a new spending bill for at least another trillion every month or two between now and the election. If those all passed... Just in this one year, we would fall $16 trillion short of how much tax the government is bringing in, and probably more than that because you've shut down the companies that they use to pay the tax. Right. Oh, we need to talk about that. You wrote about the Nancy Pelosi poison bill, 347,000 words, 1,815 pages, 600 pages longer than the Bible, written at home, and how are they voting on this bill? Uh, in Congress, they, Nancy wants them all to be able to vote by proxy. <laughs> now, when I was a Cal youth, I worked as an aide in the California legislature, right. where they do have proxy voting. Uh, not formally, but informally, they accept it. And what that means is the first day I was there, I, I have my credentials on, I walk out onto the floor of the assembly, which you're allowed to do if you have those credentials. And there are two people it turns out, from each party walking up and down the rolls and flipping the switches on the desks of 80 lawmakers. I think you said they had dead people they were flipping switches for, didn't you? Well, that's the point. I mean, I turn to the security guard and I say, what is going on here? And he says, oh, they're just recording the quorum votes that the two parties agreed to this morning. <laughs> but there were two, uh, two instances I knew of where assemblymen had died hours earlier and never got could have gotten to an assembly session they were dead and yet their vote showed up on the voting rolls being for or against a bill oh. interesting isn't it and, yes. and yet we're going to see a whole lot of that this november if nancy pelosi gets her way and all voting is done by mail so in effect you have a giant ghost vote no no voter id or anything no voter id anybody everybody can vote Oh, it's a wonderful thing. You can be dead and still keep voting, right? 
Right, but you see what Nancy Pelosi is talking about. She would now define a quorum in the uh, in the Congress as being enough people there with enough proxies for the Democratic Party to constitute a majority. In other words, you don't actually have to be there anymore. You just have to turn your voting card over to the Democrat leadership, <laughs> which means Nancy Pelosi can vote for everybody as she wants. Isn't that Isn't lovely? That now, yeah. now, now, understand what they're planning to do is send ballots, if they get this thing passed, send ballots to every household in the country, basically, and then go out and collect those ballots, including millions and millions of blank ones that haven't been filled in yet. Uh, and those can now be turned in by Democrat operatives if she gets her way. This is called ballot harvesting. Wow. And it, and it means that they, they can vote illegal aliens. They can vote people who died 20 years ago but are still on the voter rolls. They can vote anybody they want, and they'll all be for Democrats. I assure you, the Democrats did this in California in 2018, where it's legal. And it is, it is the most blatant attempt to simply steal democracy from now on out that I could even imagine. I well, mean, they did, so they did other things. They want to give amnesty to illegals, $200 billion hazard pay to essential workers. And they workers. want to give them the 1200 apiece as well. Right, and $3,000 for every household, legal or not. Cannabis is mentioned 68 times. Government-backed loans for neighborhood pot dealers. Is that the dealers on the street, or is that for these stores? And, oh, no, that's legal. That's legal. Oh, okay. They will okay. now be given all kinds of special tax and other benefits. And they want free felons. If you've got asthma or diabetes and you're over 50, you need to be free. You don't need to be in prison. Anybody with asthma, don't put them in prison. They, and they, they can provide a doctor who will guarantee sure. that everybody is certified as having asthma or pre-diabetes. And repeal the $10,000 cap deducting state taxes from the federal. So, in other words, uh, if a state overtaxes people, uh, then, you know, states like California and New York who tax the people to death, those states are going to be on par with states who try to live within uh, their budget. Well, the, the point of that law is the rich people had been paying huge amounts of taxes to the state of California. Right. And state income tax and so on. And suddenly Trump said, that's okay, but you can only deduct up to $10,000 that you paid. Right. And so, voila, suddenly all the rich people who thought it was wonderful to see the, the left-wing California government getting the money and not the federal government. See, see, when you can deduct your state taxes from the federal government, that means you pay a lot less federal tax. And so it's people in flyover country who wind up paying the burden of California being a left-wing state. Nancy's putting that in for Silicon Valley and a lot of Hollywood and that type of people, isn't she? As long as they're Democrats. Mm -hmm. And that's right. the distinction. I mean, what have we seen in recent weeks? We, whether this woman who's accused Joe Biden of rape or not is accurate, uh, the fact is it did bring out of the bushes hundreds of, of major prominent Democrats who said, in effect, I don't care if he raped her. I don't, just, just a few days ago, Kathy Pollitt, columnist from the ultra-left-wing Nation magazine, for example, said uh, proudly, I don't care if Joe Biden boils babies and eats them. I'm going to vote for the left-wing candidate, and I don't care about his morality. And that's the point. You know, these, these people believe that you as a woman, for example, could be raped, and it's just fine as long as it's a left-wing man who raped you. 
<laughs> Woman's always to be believed, except, except, except not. when it's a left-wing politician. Right. Meanwhile, uh, look at Joe Biden. Well, God help us. Do we have to? Uh, we we okay. not only have found that he never took a cognitive test to show whether he's all there mentally or not, he is, after all, just like a disposable a jet booster put on a missile. His goal is to get a left-wing woman running mate uh, into the White House without having to run herself. He will lift her there, and then he will fall away, and she will be left as president, and America will be turned into a slave state almost overnight. Meanwhile, new questions that nobody in the media, nobody is asking, really. And that is, Joe Biden oversees several charitable organizations that, as with Hillary's foundation, employ the people he uses on his staff as political aides and helpers. They're paid for by tax-free money. But here's the interesting thing. A few people have been demanding that Joe Biden tell us where these foundations are getting their money. Because there's some evidence it's coming from communist China. Wow, not surprising, yeah. not surprising with the deal that Hunter did. And refusing to turn over any information at all about who's funding his activities. How can he refuse? I thought this was trading with a foreign country and uh, electioneering and tampering. You don't get any more than that. Joe Biden's son already, who flew into Beijing on Air Force Two with his father. Right. And then a few days later was given $1.5 billion by a by an account section of the Bank of China that happens to be run by the Chinese military. In other words, Biden has taken money from the Chinese military. I mean, at that alone should permanently disqualify him forever being considered for political office here. I mean, he is beholden to, he is owned by, he is a wholly owned subsidiary of China's military, the communist military there. Incredible. And you, and you want to elect Joe Biden? You're insane. And You're insane. So why not just surrender America now? Why not just sink the country? And of course, if he is elected, God help us. We'll be back to Obama-type economics, which was the most disastrous, quote-unquote, recovery we've ever had in American history. It was a no, no recovery. Shovel-ready jobs. Anybody remember that one? Now, when we get back, I want to talk a little bit more about Joe Biden. And you did an article called Biden 93, Bill Clinton wannabe. And we're going to talk about that when we return. This was an incredible article. Now, all the articles are available at WorldNetDaily, WND.com. Go up there. Got all of your articles. I think it's uh, uh, new ones come out every Friday, don't they? Every Friday, yeah. Every Friday. We'll be right back on Erskine Radio. And remember, all of our programs are archived 24-7 and Twitter at Erskine Radio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Meanwhile, when we left, we last left, we were talking with Lil Ponty about Joe Biden. And his article is 
one of his articles that he wrote on World Net Daily is Biden 93, Bill Clinton wannabe. And he talked about uh, his tryst with uh, Tara Reid or his rape of her, spring 1993, supposed. We have to say that, alleged, by eight different people. And uh, uh, that was the same time, January 93, that Clinton went in as president. Of course, he had been accused of rape at Oxford. And uh, also in Arkansas, uh, where you got fired if you refused him. But the point that you made in this article is that rape is not about the sex. It's about the power over someone else. And this is where Biden and Clinton seem to merge, if the stories are true. They seem to merge together in power over others. And they both refused, and they had, well, remember the guy who went in? and stole stuff out of the Clinton uh, library and the things that he took, he was shoving it down his pants. Well, supposedly that happened at the University of Delaware where Mr. Biden refused to open that up. I mean, this, the um, supporters of uh, Lewinsky and uh, Kathleen Willey and all those. And now, Blasey Ford? No, he, she didn't. She had a lot of people who supported her. And... Uh, I believe uh, Tara Reid, she doesn't have a whole lot. They're going the opposite way on her. But they'll support, they, the woman's always to be believed, except when it had to do with Bill Clinton and when it had to do with Joe Biden. And who came to the defense of Bill Clinton? That was, oh, Hillary. And who came to the defense of Joe Biden? Oh, Hillary. Hillary, this strong feminist woman first a former senator, presidential wife, she is the most acquiescing to anybody who's ever accused of anything like this. She refuses to believe the women when it comes to her husband and when it comes to Joe Biden, but any other time she does. Nobody could be more two-faced than her, could they? And I can't believe they had her coming forward as a character witness for Joe Biden. It is surreal, isn't it? Yes. But I'm, I mean, you, you've made a lot of the key points in the article. Number one, uh, Bill Clinton was already well-known as a rapist. He'd been accused of rape by a British woman when he was at Oxford, but got away with it. Uh, he had established an MO, a method of operation, in Arkansas as attorney general and governor there, whereby he went after women who were government employees who he could have fired. Right. In and other he, words, it was a kind of obverse prostitution. He used you know, the... For used a normal the, prostitution, a man comes and offers a woman money for sex. <laughs> Bill Clinton would come and offer Paula Jones or other government employees that maybe you'll be able to keep your job if you do what I want sexually. And he used the state police to procure for him. Yeah, so it was a money relationship, mind you. But uh, it was threatening to take away their money. It was the most horrible abuse you can imagine in many ways. Right. And and this is not only what rapists like, and because they're asserting power, they're making people submit to them. This is what leftist politicians are like, too. I mean, look at the number of governors in Michigan and elsewhere whose big thing is, I've given an order, and if you disobey the order, little business, I'm going to take away your license, <laughs> and your liquor license, right. and your right to do business, and I'm going to harass you, and I'm going to... <clears throat> and by the way, you notice that de Blasio and, uh, and uh, Cuomo in New York, they love having lots of rules. Why? <clears throat> because then they can write lots of $1,000 tickets 
whenever anybody breaks the rules. Oh, sure, you can't words, even go it's, swimming. It, it's a license to print money for them. Can't even go swimming. Now, well, I'll ask you a question. You've got a white paper on China. Now, this came out well before the coronavirus was even even huge. Now, the white paper, tell a little bit about why people should want it. Uh, well, this is the broader white paper called The Secret <laughs> War. It is about how you, you realize that the dollar bill in your pocket right now or in your purse can carry up to 3,000 different germs and viruses on it. That if you handle and by the way, coronavirus at one point was shown in one experiment to live for nine days on a dollar bill. Wow. If you, if you wouldn't pick up a, a used Kleenex laying on the floor in front of you, would you be wise to pick up a, uh, a dropped $20 bill? Maybe, maybe not. But you, I mean, the, the chances are very low, says everyone, <laughs> that you'll be diseased by it. But the government, want, the left wants to use this as a pretext to say that we must do away with cash money and we must go over to credit cards. The only problem is, look, at again, Andrew Cuomo in New York. He has gone to the banks, put a gun to their heads, and said, I want you to modify your credit card so that no one can walk into a gun store and buy a gun or ammunition with your credit card. Wow. And if you don't, you'll get no more benefits from the government, and you'll probably get a hell of a lot of harassment oh. and, and regulatory punishment. Uh, I mean, this is what the Democrats are doing. In other words, they want to force you to use credit cards, and then they will decide what you're allowed to buy and not buy with a credit card. They're trying to control every aspect of our life, and this is exactly what the Chinese are doing. This is why it's so important to understand this. This is what they're doing. This right. is the essence of socialism. Nothing and, and comes so, free and like freedom. Do you know how to get this white paper? Yes, sir. If they would, all you need to do, and we'll pay the postage and everything, just dial a toll-free number, 800-630-1492, like the year Columbus sailed the ocean blue. That's 800-630-1492. Now, if you, if you forget the, the number, Lowell, if they forget the number, go to ErskineRadio.com because it's you up there. You should always go to ErskineRadio.com. Yes, they should, but it's it's up there. And then uh, also uh, WND.com is hyperlinked. So all that information is at ErskineRadio.com. The number 800, get your pencil out, 800-630-1492. It's totally free, and I like free. It's, it's too bad we're losing being free. Well, these kind of things. Because they're now continuing to talk on the Democrat side as if until there are no more cases of coronavirus, we will not give your freedom back to you. Right. Well, boys and girls, if they'd said that about influenza, influenza's been here for thousands of years. AIDS they never had a vaccine for either. I mean, the, the vaccines for viruses, they keep mutating. It may right. never have a vaccine, but the fact of the matter is it's controllable. And the thing is, when that they are wanting to control and manipulate every aspect of our lives. This is what is so really bad about this. And more people may die from the aftermath and die from this because of the lockdown, from all of the PTSD they're going to have, the suicide, the domestic uh, problems, and all of this. The depression. Depression, the yes. The drug use, yeah. Absolutely. And by the way, we know where Joe Biden is headed already. He has already told the American people that if he's elected, 
he is going to make Elizabeth Warren the Secretary of the Treasury or the Fed. He is going to make Beto O'Rourke in charge of gun confiscation in the country. He has already picked socialist Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to be the co-chair of his panel on implementing the Green New Deal, which, by the way, her own former chief of staff once laughingly said, it isn't about environment, it isn't about global climate change, it's about changing the economic system here in the U.S. from capitalism to socialism. Right. That's right. what her own chief of staff said. Now, are, uh, I mean, are, we, are we under this, is it a situation to where they're using this to implement the Green New Deal? Of course it is. They're using this to implement the Green Deal. They're using uh, the entire coronavirus for that and the shutdown. And look how clean the skies are. They're really pushing it. They could not get the Green Deal in. They didn't have any bodies. Now they've got bodies and they can get it in. And meanwhile... We have Joe Biden declaring, uh, being interviewed on a black program, mind you, black-oriented program, that uh, unless you vote for him, you're not really black. (laughs) Now, now this was called by Robert Johnson, Robert Johnson, the co-founder of Black Entertainment Television. Right. Uh, VP Biden, the statement today represents the arrogant and out-of-touch attitude of a paternalistic white candidate who has the audacity to tell black people, the descendants of slaves, that they are not black unless they vote for him. This proves unequivocally that the Democratic nominee believes that black people owe him their vote without question. Uh, We as black people know the exact opposite. He should spend the rest of the campaign apologizing to every black person he meets. There are more black. And by the way, by the way, one other thing: Joe Biden used to be chair of the Senate a Judiciary Committee, and in that position, remember when Justice Tom, now Justice Thomas, Clarence Thomas, said that he had been subjected to a high tech lynching. Right. It was Joe Biden who subjected him to the high tech lynching. It Joe was. Biden is one of the most racist, vicious, virulent people in the country. No, no question about that. He, he is the one who can tell somebody if they're black enough. You're not black enough unless you vote for Joe Biden. And I think the blacks, I've heard there are more Republicans running, more black Republicans running in, in New York for Senate and Pennsylvania for House of Representatives. You got Tim Scott. They are really looking and saying, look, Obama, you didn't do anything for us. We are, you know, it's like Trump said, what have you got to lose? And they found that. Lowell, I, we are out of time. I want oh, you no. people to go up to WorldNetDaily, WND.com, and also call 800-630-1492 for the free China white paper. And I want to thank you for being on Erskine Radio. You're always the best. Thank you so always much. Always a pleasure. You're my favorite think tank. God bless and, you. And you're also courageous enough to be a beacon of light for people. Thank you, Lowell. God bless you. Have a great, great time, and we'll see you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to this Erskine podcast at Erskine Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.